You're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions 8, the Google Ads agency. Would you have an upset client if this was your cost per lead? Of course, $1,500 a lead. What the first person has to identify is how many new customers are happening by your channel. Because your channel versus an affiliate channel are going to have repeat rates that are going to be 100% different. So that's one thing that's interesting is when you look at your CAC, you could also look at your CAC versus your channel LTV. And then a lot of times Facebook has low AOV and LTV, but Google has high AOV and LTV because you warm them up and they continually go through the brand campaign. But then how often are you going to be paying for those people again? Ta-da! Reason why Google ads agencies fail. This even works with lead generation. I'll give you a, just a snapshot and everyone be honest. I want people to put this in the chat. Seriously, would you have an upset client if this was your cost per lead? Of course, $1,500 a lead. Mm-hmm. This year they made 650,000 so far. I spent hundred K. Nice. Why? Well, they have a partner lead that comes in. What's a partner lead? Partner leads, their average deal size about four to 6,000. The owner's a good owner. He goes, perfect. We're going to take that $4,000. Then we're going to sell them a recurring preventative maintenance program. And then we're going to serve them a maintenance program. And then we're going to look at all other equipment that the hospital has, not just like the MRI machine that needed a bolt. I'm going to take that bolt sale at three bucks. I'm going to turn it into a $100,000 per month customer. They're really good at that. So when they say, what's the, we don't even talk about cost per lead. We talk about just cash in, cash out. MER, media efficiency ratio. If I spend 100K, what do I get? 600K? How long does it take? A year. John, start to spend more. So it's, what's really interesting is by looking at just the previous period, because my, here's what's funny. My cost per conversion was $1,500. It's only 16% difference. He's like, here's $20,000 more. <laughs> because we've met every week. I go through every single one of those leads. What happened to that chat lead? What happened to that phone call? What happened to this qualified lead? Your person answered it, said it was too far out of location. I think that's a mistake or should I adjust my campaigns? No, salesperson should have never said that. Perfect. I meet with them every Thursday, nine o'clock in the morning. I know this company way better than I can. If they say, John, your cost for really $1,600, I'm like, ah, good one. I'll hang up on them. And they'll be like, ah, it's pretty funny. Like no one cares. It's not the metric we're looking at. We're looking at everything else. Remember, it's like, hey, John's campaigns always have really good like ROAS and really good CPA. No, I have a ton of clients that are ROAS is 120% or the CPA $1,600. They still love us. They've been on for years. Why? Because I dig so deep that I understand their bottle better than they do. And I tell them, hey, here's where you're failing. That's the, that means that's the we difference. have to have access to the CMS or CRM. CMS for e-com, CRM for lead gen. Without a yep. CMS or CRM access, there's no way for us to actually see what's happening. Yeah. And if they can't, here's the funny part though. They didn't have a CRM for their medical supply. So what I did every Thursday is I said, what happened to that call? But yeah, that would already, you know what? If it didn't go into a deal, I'll follow up with that. Awesome. We had two more good quality leads that are coming in. What happened to those two? That was a dud. That one was a bad lead. That was, they were just an old lady looking for a, a rocker. I think it's good. Okay. Let me know what happens to that one. How about, and we literally go through the leads every single week. It's here, go to the contacts here. You'll see that there's one frequently used when you hit all filters. Most used properties, original source is paid traffic. And then I go through, cool. And it, it sucks too. We're spending so much money. I got today, yesterday, yesterday. And I do this, all right? Boom, right here, then right here. And every Thursday, I hop in and say, okay, this person here, we're looking at what type of lead. This is what is the monthly cost? This one came in from Cisco SmartNet. Cool. Is there a deal? Yes, there is a deal associated. Perfect. Company was created. 
what's going on with this deal at zero? What's the potential close? Well, we have no idea. Get back to me. That's the level that we have. I know everything that comes in. I know the quality. I've already made changes based on what I saw come in. I'm verifying does the quality of the actual quality. I'm asking them for an update. So every time they join a meeting, it's like, oh crap, John's going to ask about what's going on. <laughs> and you've already made changes. It's never like, hey, these leads suck. That's a conversation we should never have. Our client managers, our client advocates be looking saying, are we delivering you bad leads? Are we delivering you good leads? What happened with this lead? Why is your sales team following up? Why is the deal from that has an annual revenue of a million dollars blank with no activity? Do we email them? Doesn't look like it. They'll never complain to me. I'm not the problem right now. Again, if we don't have the structure, we need it. If we do not have the structure, the reason why we don't need it is because the client's super happy and is going to give us a glowing review. This is not a glitch. I'm interrupting the video you're watching because I need to remind you that I'm always looking for people to join our team. So if you're passionate about Google Ads and you want to work with the best Google Ads agency on the planet, please go to solate.com forward slash apply. Speaking of working with the best Google Ads agency on the planet, if you're having trouble with Google Ads and you want professional help, that's what we do. You can go to solate.com, that's S-O-L-8.com, to apply for your free, no obligation action plan. And if I've given you any level of value at all, maybe think about giving me a thumbs up and subscribing to our channel. That's how we juice the YouTube algorithm so they actually know that I know what I'm talking about. If you have questions, comments, concerns, or confessions, hit me below in the comments. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. John, I yeah. have a quick question. Have you used Lifetime Lee app? They are okay. using it. And in that we are not able to see the repeat purchase ratio. Like you showed us in buy the numbers, like you get a number and then you multiply average order value and then you get the lifetime value, right? But in lifetimely, you get three months, six months, nine months, 12 months in value. So we are not able to calculate the lifetime value of a customer. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I was just searching because I was like, I just heard that this morning, lifetimely. Mm. And I'm reading back through. I was on my notes because it says we've been looking at lifetimely. That's what it is. So actually, has it here lifetimely go to my dashboard it's under lifetime value and then it shows some table something like analytics shows for lifetime value this thing's gonna be a big beast it looks like sucking everything in i love shopify it's amazing there's just corn in the market and everything e-commerce related it's fantastic I'm just looking at, and I showed it like Wicked Reports, like this is the whole reason why this is loading. Wicked Reports did this. Hey, John, your cost per lead is 78 bucks. Facebook's is 51. For your cost required to customers, 107. Facebook's 138. I'm like, so we have a cheaper CAC, more expensive CPL. They have a cheaper CPL, more expensive CAC. I'm like, what crack are you smoking? Like Wicked Reports, like that. It's an e-commerce store. What's the cost per lead? I hate attribution tools. All right. Lifetime lead. I have to look through this here. Oh yeah, this is exactly what Nordbeam has. Analytics. And whoa, who's that guy? Go. If you wanted to, if you do first month acquired, if you want to do this thing, same exact thing inside thirty nine forty three, returning rate ten percent. Yep, ten percent, which means that it goes from three, so forty three to forty seven in two months. Yep. Yeah. Here's Sorry, here's yeah. one thing to think about too is when you look at the analytics of the store and it shows a 40% returning customer rate. It's 40% that happened this last 30 days from all customers previously. Mm. So this is going to say 9% returned 
in during the selected time frame of the month. So in the month from last six months, yes, this customer here has a two-year LTV on average that goes out to 144 when you look at everything, which is really interesting. So this one is the small snapshot of attributed customers in that time frame when they first were acquired. When you look back at everything, that's why if you look here, there's no way they'd be making $1.6 million again next month off of returning customers because not that many returned. So kind of a cool thing though, but I love this tool. There it is. This is what Northbeam has. Very, very similar. And then you look at like customer value or with refunds, orders, accumulative, marginal, or you can take out the first day to see what is the added value and then total or averaged. Do you know this is total or averaged? This is accumulated. So this is cool. I'm definitely going to play around with this thing for reminding me because I saw it in the Slack this morning. I just haven't had a chance to take a look at it yet. How are you using this on car? I don't know. So I was actually looking at customer behavior in that we have repurchase rate and repurchase rate. And there also I'm getting like 30 days, 90 days, 180, 360. So I don't know which number should I take to calculate lifetime value. What first has to identify is how many new customers are happening by your channel. Because your channel versus an affiliate channel are going to have repeat rates that are going to be 100% different from each other. So that's one thing that's interesting is when you look at your CAC, you can also look at your CAC versus your channel LTV, if that's possible inside of here, which I don't know if it is yet. But that's, and then a lot of times Facebook has low AOV and LTV, but Google has high AOV and LTV because you warm them up and they continually go through the brand campaign. But then how often are you going to be paying for those people again? Like we stopped pulling back on brand. I did this this morning with like, we had 45% more spend in our brand. We made one less sale, physically one less sale. So we're going to stop doing So you want to protect your brand. We're just chucking cash out the window and my, and my CAC is higher now. Oh, that makes sense. And then now the CMO is sending me over a spreadsheet that I have to fill out so that he can see why and how. But again, it's just because everyone's looking at everything grouped together. Cool. I'm going to check this out. Thank you for sharing this with me. This is really, really cool. I wish they'd give us new versus returning in this income statement. Cool. Anybody else have anything? Always. John, give a quick overview of why Norfine is better than Wicked Reports High Rose. Oh, yeah. So the reason why it's better is Wicked Reports High Rose and other attribution tools use primarily UTM parameters. UTM parameters are only 60% accurate and most often favor the brand. And if they can't tie a view attribution, it just goes right back to Google. So Wicked Report shows Google better. Triple L shows Google better. Hyros shows Google better. But then when you drop your spin on Facebook and all of a sudden the Google channel reduces, it's like, how is that possible then? And then they say, well, that's actually, we don't know. They'll tell you the exact same thing that everything else will tell you. Hey, the ROAS sucked on Facebook and it was great on Google. And it's the same thing. Nordbeam will say, hey, your ROAS actually sucks on Google. Facebook was better. The only reason why Google was good is because Facebook was good. And then you can identify where, why, and how, and then make those changes so that you know that even if you suck all the Facebook attribution that made Google good, where are you winning? Reallocate there. And now you have two channels that grow out independently of each other rather than Facebook or Google just dying when Facebook dies. Can't tell me times we've been hired to say, yeah, our Facebook team is horrible. So I fired my Google agency. <laughs> oh my God. Horrible reason to get fired. But that's just because they didn't know any better why they tracked ROAS and ROAS dipped because why? Facebook sucked and their brand campaign died. Reason why Google ads agencies failed. Thanks for listening to the Google Ads Podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions 8 at sol8.com.
Custom here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation? Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation. I said action plan a bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business. No strings attached. That's sol8.com, sol8.com.